is going on, everybody? Welcome to WQAQ. I'm your host, Dante Esposito, along with Evan Deck. Welcome to Left Bench Podcast. Evan, how are we doing today? Having a great day, man. Really excited to be here for our third show. Very excited. Let's get into it. Oh, man, we got a lot to jump into, starting off with the flat earth, Kyrie Irving. What's going on here? Oh, I mean, we already knew that, that he was just a clown to begin with, so now he's just adding on to it. Not getting vaccinated, can't play in Brooklyn, so he won't play at all. Yeah, I mean, on his Instagram Live, you could you could kind of, I don't know, see his point of view. He was saying he believes in his morals over <clears throat> money, and he thinks his values are more important than basketball, which, respect, I happen to agree with him there, without being vaccinated. Okay, whatever. It's, I mean, it's your choice, but... He can't play any home games, and now a recent report is saying that he's not going to practice or play with the team until either the vaccine mandate goes away or until he gets vaccinated. Do you think any of that will happen? I don't think he will get vaccinated, but it goes farther than basketball. But we're not going to get into politics and the vaccine because that's not what this podcast is about. But, you know, Kyrie getting vaccinated is not just for basketball, but it's a little selfish right now. I, uh... I don't know. I mean, it's his choice. Obviously, but so, I think it's a selfish choice. I teach their own. I mean, he, in his uh, IG Live, <coughs> this is where, I mean, Kyrie, he says some stuff. Some stuff doesn't make any sense. That's I mean, generous. Christopher Columbus discovered America how long ago, and he still thinks the earth is flat. I mean, <laughs> there's some things he just can't agree with, and, and that's one of them. The, the, the vaccine pretty divided but uh yeah th- this is certainly going to be a big issue around the nba what are the standings going to look like the nets are a powerhouse team what are they going to look like without Kyrie? i don't think it's going to affect them too much um because they're still a good team kd still a great basketball player harden you know has a little bit of a gut from last season but you know he's still got that shot they're still a great team and i think they're still gonna come in first place in the east <coughs> And um, I think the Bucks are going to follow after that. They're still a great team. Obviously won the championship last year, but I think they're a solid uh, two seed. Heat coming in three, getting Kyle Lowry. Great pickup uh, in my 76ers in fourth. Looking rough with the 76ers. Ben Simmons can't shoot, doesn't want to play. It's it's coming to this po- part where like sports aren't even sports anymore. It's just a bunch of drama queens uh, getting paid a lot of money. Well, it's like the Kardashians right now playing basketball. Ben Simmons, Kardashians. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's already a connection there. Maybe that's when his career went downhill. (laughs) I mean, look, basketball, (laughs) it's no secret that the NBA is just full of of selfish people. And that's what basketball is. And that is why, selfishly, I mean, that's why I love hockey. You don't see that in the NHL. (laughs) You got Evander Kane. But you don't see that in the NHL that much. That's why Evander Kane is, is one of those rarities in the sport when in the nba you have lou williams going to strip clubs and Kyrie. i mean it's it's just it's it's every day that's not the point no it is not the point and we'll uh, pull away from that right now give me your uh top five for basketball well with this whole Kyrie saga i would have the nets finishing in first i don't i'll take the bucks then the nets and give me the sixers and heat and uh, i think we're Agreeing with the Bulls at five. Yeah, I like the Bulls. Revamped team. Got a lot of new assets. I think they'll be a pretty good uh, team this year. And we'll head down to the east. 
I got the Suns coming in first. I meant the West, ladies and gentlemen. I get my directions confused very often. But we got the Suns coming in, <coughs> in first, Jazz in second, Nuggets in third, Lakers in fourth, and Warriors in five. If Steph Curry can carry them until Clay gets back, they'll be chilling. I I got the Lakers in the top seed here. Warriors in the two seed. I think Clay coming back. Steph, look out. Nuggets <coughs> third, Suns four, Jazz five. How are your uh, how are your playoffs looking for the NBA? Oh, uh, the finals. I got a rematch of the bubble season. I got Lakers Heat, but I got the Heat taking this one. Give me Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to win all this year again. But uh, look, this Kyrie thing really got me going here. I, I originally had the Nets, and Kyrie decided to not get the vaccine. So I think it's going to be Warriors Bucks. Warriors will win this season, just like good old times. Oh, yeah, good old times. Seeing Warriors Cavs for the third consecutive year. That was, that was so boring at one point. I just got so tired of watching basketball. It was like you knew it was going to happen. The playoffs were a joke until the finals. You knew who was going to be in the finals before the finals started. All right, let's get some awards in the NBA going. All right, so for MVP, I'm so biased when it comes to basketball, so it's Joel Embiid. I think he's going to carry without that brick of a brick machine Ben Simmons, so I think he's going to be carrying the Sixers this year. I mean, you're a Sixers fan, so of course. But uh, <laughs> give me Steph. Steph's coming back. This Are you a Warriors fan? No. See, I, I hate super teams. However, they're not even a super team anymore, though. They I, were. They were. But now they're not because Clay and Steph have always been there. Yeah. When KD was there, that was the super team. Exactly. I've always loved Steph. I mean, Steph's just a great guy. Walking bucket. Yeah, Steph, MVP. Uh, I think we're probably going to agree with the rookie of the year here. Cunningham, yeah. Cunningham. Gross. He's gross. Pistons, brutal. But he's good. So maybe that'll be some light in Detroit because Detroit sports absolute meme. I don't know how they... Uh, baseball, they just got eliminated, didn't they? Detroit? I uh, know, that's the Tigers. I they were the White Sox. I don't follow uh, baseball, ladies well, and gentlemen. The White Sox, they just got eliminated. Ah. Yeah. I feel right. Uh, what about six man of the year? I got Jordan Clarkson here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think he's going to have a solid year. I really like him this year. Uh, defensive player of the year. You know, I made this before the whole news about Ben Simmons came out. But I feel like wherever team he lands on, if he even lands on a team, maybe goes back to Australia, maybe goes back to Kardashian. But I think he might win Defensive Player of the Year if he steps on the court. Give me Rudy Gobert, Mr. COVID himself. Awesome. <laughs> Locked down the entire league that one year. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Yeah, now Rudy. Rudy Depoy this year. Uh, most improved? I'm not going to give an answer here just yet. Uh, who you got for most improved, though? I got Lonzo Ball. Third organization. I think he's really going to have a step up. Uh, new source, like new players around him, which I think he really values off of, and uh, I think he's going to have a great year. All right. The NBA season should definitely be fun, competitive. Hopefully not the same as every other year. I mean, last year, it was, it was refreshing to see Suns Bucks. Yeah, it was actually really refreshing to see a F- Arizona team in general be successful. And now this year in football, we got the Cardinals being successful. Zach Ertz. Yeah, they just got traded there. But we do know Arizona Coyotes. Not anytime soon. They just got the doors blown off the hinges by the Blue Jackets, who are like uh, arguably one of the other worst teams in the league. I think eight to two. All right. Arizona sports. It's not looking pretty for half your sports, but then the other half. It's good. Sunny side up right there. Yeah, we'll see how it actually plays out, though. 
let's jump in to everybody's favorite National Football League. Let's go with predictions. Let's go with last night's game. Bucks Eagles. Bucks Eagles, you know. Eagles dethroned Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, playing them again. I thought they might have some magic in them again. I did pick the Bucks, but I was hoping for an Eagles win because I hate Tom Brady. It's not Nick Foles. No, no one's Nick Foles. So, uh, yeah, Bucks defeat the Birds 28-22. How about... How about what? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, ah. I mean, look... Up and down with that kid. He really is. He was 13, sorry, 12 for 26 last night, 115 passing yards, two rushing touchdowns, passing touchdown, and a pick. I mean, not bad. Yeah, well, I think he'd definitely do better with uh, some better coaching, and they would have a better offense with better coaching because they're not rushing the ball nearly as much as they should be. Their rushing stats are very good right now for having little numbers, and if they put Miles Sanders on that ball more, I think they'd have some better games. Yeah, I mean, last night, Miles Sanders had nine rushes for 56 yards. and uh, They need more of it. And Jalen had 44 yards. So yeah. That was all of their rushing yards. That, like, right now, that is like on the cusp of what they could be. They just keep running the ball more. I mean, Jalen Hurts, obviously, is not the best throwing quarterback. No, he gets it done with his legs. Yeah, but they could give him. They have other players that can get stuff done with their legs. I don't know why they don't utilize them enough. And on the flip side, Tampa, Fournette, eighty-one rushing yards. Ronald Jones, twenty. Fournette had two rushing touchdowns. I love them in fantasy this week. Really, uh, putting the team on the back, eh? You want to talk about fantasy? How about Mike Evans? Two receptions, twenty-seven yards. <laughs> Glad I traded him to you last week. Yikes! You regretting that at all? Uh, I got McCaffrey in that deal, so. Who is cripple still? Still hurt. Still, still, hurt. still a crip. Let's go, McCaffrey. Come on, man. Uh, but yeah, no, back to the predictions. Bengals. Oh, my Bengals. If you lose this game, going to be some tears on Sunday. But I got the Bengals winning 31-18. to It's probably one of the better teams the Lions have faced this season. And uh, I think the Bengals are going to really prove that they're not a, like a playoff contender, but at least a mid-range through the pack, over 500 team. You said this is one of the better teams the Bengals are playing this season? No. one. Of, oh, I, if I said Bengals, my bad. I meant the Lions are playing. Okay. I was going to say, last week, I, I wouldn't hear the end of it for picking the, the Lions over the Vikings. Oh, it was brutal. How do you pick the Lions to win a football a, game? How do you pick game. the Lions to win the football game? It was a close game. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. One more thing, because we're talking about the Bengals. Last week, five missed field goals between Evan McPherson and Mason Crosby from the Packers. That was just pathetic. Evan McGoatson. He is still a great pick, but not that game. All right. Fifth round pick on a kicker to miss. Hey, Siri, what's the Jets' record? All right, next game. We got Dolphins-Jaguars here. Urban Meyer's getting his first win in the NFL. 28-25. I think it's about time. Dolphins are just a hot mess right now. They look like they were going trending up last season, but this season they just plummeted. Look, Tua's back this week. Give me the Dolphins, 28-25 against the Jags. I, so I, I can't pick the Jaguars. It's Jaguars. Yeah, Urban Meyer needs a win here and there. Or Tila, however you want to look at it. Uh, Chiefs and football team. Uh, Chiefs are winning that. I don't think that's really a question for anyone. I mean, unless you're a Washington football fan, but we know those don't exist. So I got the score right now, 38-24. to 24. Give me 41-20, Chiefs. I oh. mean, 
I think this is the week where the Chiefs will finally, just finally start playing to their potential. And look, the Chiefs. And then the ball gets to the offense of the other team, and then they just get screwed because nah, their defense is bad. Look, right now, the Chargers are showing that they're the best team in the division. The Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl. It just, it's going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, quote him now. The Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl. I'm going to write this down right now. But Dante Esposito. Write it down. All right, Rams-Giants. This is, uh, it might be an ugly game. This might be the wash of the week. Uh, I got the Rams winning 42-17. to 17. How about you? Uh, give me the Rams, 38-13. Look, no Danny Jones. Saquon might, Saquon might be the Carson Wentz of running backs. Yeah, well, you know, getting injured a lot obviously does not help. Being that high round pick, not good. Looking like a bust if he gets injured one more time. So hopefully Saquads can uh, stay healthy and keep rushing that ball. I wouldn't call him a bust. I would just say he's injury prone. Yeah, but if you get injured enough, you're not going to be able to play anymore. And I think he's almost at that point. I don't know. Hopefully not. I mean, I mean, hopefully not if you're a Giants fan. Yeah. Well, they got nothing positive. Daniel Jones, poor, poor guy. Never want to see anything like that. Stumbling off the field. That's tough. Mike Lennon. Yikes. Danny Jones concussion. Texans Colts. Snoozer of the week. You're only watching if you're a fan. I say that so often, but this is another game that just who's gonna watch this game? 24-21 Colts. There's no fantasy implications here either. And now there's not really. 26-16 Colts, unless you have Man, I don't know. It's, yeah, you don't want to have anyone on that team no. unless you're in a 30 man. <laughs> Davis Mills. <laughs> All right. Packers-Bears, a division game. Packers are winning 31-13. I have a very similar score prediction here. Give me 30-14 Packers. It's almost as if you thought the 31-13 score was just so perfect, but you couldn't claim it, that you went down a little bit. How'd you know? Ah. <laughs> I feel like ah. we've talked about this before. Justin Fields. No time to throw, no time to think, no time to breathe. Buddy is has no help, no help. Especially not for Matt Nagy. Oh, Matt Nagy is... I love to rip on Matt Nagy. I don't even have any Bears friends who listen to this, so it's funny. I feel like every week, my appreciation for Mitchell Trubisky just grows. <laughs> he made the playoffs with Matt Nagy. Yeah, now coach. he's backing up Josh Allen in Buffalo. I think he deserves a starting job. And you know what team I would go to? If he says the Jets. If Zach Wilson gets hurt, their first thing that after they get him to a hospital is trade for Trubisky. I... 100% agree with that. Thank you. Finally, about time you agree with something I say. All right, enough with these snoozers. Give me the game of the week. Chargers, Ravens. Give me the Chargers 34-27. It's going to be one hell of a game. Uh, I, I, game of the week for me, too. I, how, do you, how do you say it's not? Lamar has just proven over and over again that he is MVP caliber right now. He's just a great quarterback. Ah, running back quarterback. Still still, still little weakness on the arm still not the best of rows here and there but you know he's improving he finds a way to win games yes that and that's what's that's what's crazy about it that's what's crazy about because he's not doing those patty mahomes throws where that's winning the games yeah. he just finds a way to win with his legs and other ways with the team and yeah, obviously they have a good defense that's his job that's but i got a chargers getting 34 and ravens getting 30 it's gonna be a great game great game i can't wait to watch it can't wait unless we have a frat meeting then we're not gonna be watching it <laughs> All right, Vikings Panthers. Our only other difference this week, we have every similar game besides Dolphins Jags and Vikings Panthers. And I got the Panthers twenty-four to eighteen against the Vikings. 
There's always an upset. This week. Is this an up is this an upset though? Well, I mean, the Panthers are the higher seed, but like I feel like they're pretty matched otherwise. Well without McCaffrey. That's uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean give me the Vikings twenty seventeen here. I just don't think the Panthers are I don't know. Yeah. I don't see it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if that Chargers Ravens game wasn't this week, I'd be talking about the game of the week right now. But the Chargers Ravens game is this week. So Cardinals Browns, I would that's probably the second best game in this week. I, a great game, a powerhouse offense, a powerhouse defense, and a decent uh, vice versa. Browns have a great defense, semi good offense. Yes. Rough from th- some parts, but I got uh, Cardinals thirty seven, Browns thirty one. Very similar here. Cards thirty five, Browns twenty one. I feel like all of these games this week are pretty predictable. Pretty- yes. Until we come back next week and our oh, entire thing's just washed. No. But you know that's that's ne- that's next week's problem. Yeah. No. That's next Friday. Ah, Cowboys Patriots. Who cares? Twenty-seven twenty Cowboys. <laughs> look, look, I'm done with the Pats. I'm really done with them. All right, I, I'm a Jets fan, so already I don't like the Pats. But I was starting to believe that Mac Jones was going to be good. He's still a rookie. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not. Writing him off just I yet. could because I'd start writing off a certain someone. <laughs> That'd Look, be Zach Wilson, by the way, guys. The Pats aren't there yet. They almost got beat by the Houston Texans. Yikes. <laughs> the Cowboys 35. And the Pats 23. They're still putting up numbers, though. That's all that matters. They still yes. got a, obviously a rookie quarterback. They got to work out some kinks on the team. I think they'll be there eventually. I feel like, look, Jacoby Myers. I mean, Myers, Belichick's still the coach. So, I mean, there's not going to be bad. Yeah. Jacoby Myers is their wide receiver one. Uh, I feel like that's. Uh, I think he's still a zero touchdown, too. And he's got like 100, over 150 receptions. Oh. Yeah. All right. Raiders Broncos. Ah, Raiders. We'll talk about them a little bit later in the podcast, but I got Raiders 28, Broncos 14. Raiders 31, Broncos 17. Ah, those Raiders. Derek Carr might as well coach them, but we'll talk about that in one minute. Seahawks at Steelers. Now, this game would be a blowout if Russell Wilson's playing, but Jets legend Geno Smith is playing, so... They're not winning. Even though Big Ben is a bottom 10 quarterback, they're not going to win this game, the Seahawks. I got Steelers 28, Seahawks 16. And I just want to throw something out there because you're a Jets fan. I don't know if you know. You probably know this, though. But Geno Smith is still basically playing for the Jets because whatever pick the Seahawks get, the Jets get. So Geno Smith might be paying dividends. Jets fan might be thanking him, or they might be hating him like they used to when he was the quarterback. I 100% agree with you, but I just got breaking news. Daniel Jones is off the injury report and is good to go. I just dropped him in fantasy. God. Uh, and same with Sterling Shepard. Okay, so now. My score still does not change. My score will change. Uh, instead of the Giants putting up 13, they're going to put up 14. <laughs> 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 oh, I really thought you were going to check against the Rams. Like, the Rams? Come on. <laughs> no, yeah. That's no. bullying. <laughs> That's bullying. <laughs> we're sorry to all our Giants fans out there. All two of you. <laughs> oh, I hate the Giants. Oh, uh, but no, Gino better uh, stink it up. Better lose hard. Yeah, because uh, I need the Jets to have two good picks this year. Because, look, we're going to have one. 
Make it two. Yeah, why not? JTS. Bills Titans. Another great game if everyone was healthy, but right now the wide receiver core on the Titans looking a little injured. So uh, I think let me get this out of the way first. The Bills are winning this game regardless of who's on the Titans, like like healthy. But now that they're not healthy, it's forty-one twenty-four, and I'm pretty sure Derrick Henry's going to have all the touchdowns, <laughs> four hundred oh. yards, like some crazy numbers. Like Derrick Henry's a beast. Yeah, go. And, and so is the Bills defense. The Bills. Have the best defense in the league and quite possibly the best offense in the league. The Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL. I know the Cardinals are undefeated. The Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL. Well, I don't know about that because I think the Bengals are still a team in the NFL. I'm just kidding. The Bengals are definitely not anywhere near the best team. They're not in the best team in the division. Because the division is stacked, though, regardless. But I do think that the Rams are better than the Bills. I'm very high in the Rams this year. I was high in them. this the Cardinals? Yes. Even though they lost the Cardinals. I was, I was high the second Stafford got to L.A. I was like, Super Bowl. Back to the foreshadowing. That's gr- My English, my sixth grade English teacher would love them using the word foreshadowing right now. But some foreshadowing. We're talking about the Raiders. And you may or may not have heard about their certain head coach saying some uh, certain things that you can't really say. Mr. John Gruden, already a questionable man to begin with before this whole thing happened, but uh, let's just go into the numbers real quick. 124 emails, 71 slurs, 12 different groups offended, and one resignation. Okay, look. Wait, wait, one more thing. The Raiders started off like so good this year, and it's just goodbye. Their stats are still pretty good, but just... Bomb went off in the head coach and, and behind the scenes. Let me. This is not off topic at all, actually. Derek Carr, I've never heard the man speak before. Beautiful voice. I love Derek Carr. Great voice. <laughs> Gruden was handed by so many coming into this. Before, yeah, before all this happened. No, he had we already didn't have him. a good track record. No, and he, had, <laughs> he had it coming for him. He was disliked by so many people. There were so many people on a mission to get dirt on him. And sure enough, they found 124 emails. Hillary who? Yikes. <laughs> My now, mom's not going to like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care what side you're on. Derek Carr. Derek Carr had maybe one of the, the most gutsy interviews I've seen out of a professional athlete. In my lifetime. The easiest thing he could have done was start bashing Gruden. And the media would have loved it because that's the easy thing to do. Gruden obviously messed up 124 times. And uh, he messed up 100%. We do yes, not agree. 100%. He should not have said the things he said. Obvious. No one should. Anyway, Head coach or not. The easiest thing for Derek Carr to do is to bash Gruden. But what did he do? Uh, he yikes. said, and I quote, Any quotes? I love the center, not the sin. Look, I have a ton of respect for Derek Carr. He he didn't back his former manager. He took it out of the sports world. And it, he made a, a real-life speech. And, and Derek Carr, and also what Derek Carr said about the other coaches and other GMs, open up everything and see what happens. I mean... Whoa. Is he wrong? No. Derek Carr's not wrong. Derek, 
If I were to buy a Raiders jersey, it would be Derek Carr right now. That's just stupid. I mean, Derek Carr, what a stand-up guy. I don't know if you want to say stand-up, but that's definitely not the best thing to be saying. I have respect for Derek Carr. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to get off this topic before. (laughs) Yikes. All right, to the MLB, some baseball. Bye-bye to the Rays, eating popcorn on the bench, which I loved. I love to see that. I I think it's so funny, but... In Dante's words, they got what they deserved, and they lost to the Red Sox. Absolutely. So now the Red Sox are playing the Astros. Dante, who are you rooting for as a Yankees fan in that? The refs? The umps? Like it? That's tough. Look, I'll never forgive the Astros for what they did, and I hate the Red Sox. Well, that pains me to say. <laughs> I want the Red Sox to win. Yeah, I wouldn't. I See, if this is happening to me in like another sport, Say it's like Rangers Lightning. I hate the Lightning. And as a Devils fan, I just hate the Rangers. I'm rooting for the Lightning. You just don't root for your rival. And even though the Devils-Rangers rivalry isn't that big right now because we're kind of both trash, it's, I just can't do it in my, in my, in my point of view. Maybe baseball is different, and I just don't follow baseball like that, so I don't know. But uh, Like, yeah, they cheated. But, uh, but they cheated the Yankees out of the World Series. But would the Yankees have won the World yes, Series? Would yes. they have beat them in that game if they didn't cheat? Yes, they took them to Game 7. Okay, but you know, okay, we can, we're not going to go on these hypothetical what-ifs. No, it's just not a hypothetical oh, We have a one-hour show here, bud. We, <laughs> if they cheated, <laughs> we don't know if they would have, like, no. so many things could have happened. Judge's shoulder could have flown out of the socket, and that no. could have been the series. Or the Yankees could have won the World Series. Yeah, or, yeah. There's infinite possibilities, yeah. but right now all I'm looking at is an Astros World Series win whenever year that was, and the Yankees did not. Moving on. I predicted the Braves to win. And Acuna's not even playing, and I said he was, because what do I know about baseball? The answer is nothing, but the Braves won. Well, would you look at that? (laughs) (laughs) The Braves beat the Brewers. (laughs) And the Dodgers beat the Giants. I mean, last night, what a game. Two to one, thanks to a clutch ribby single by Bellinger, the top of the ninth, and Mad Max. Dominant save. The bottom of that hell of a game. Bellinger really stepping up. He has not been doing much recently. Really just had a great game, and you love to see it from the guy. Love to see it. I mean, back in 2017. He was the GOAT. And, and then this year, he batted under 200, and then he comes up clutch with a ribby single. That's what you love to see. Now here, Dodgers Braves. What do we got going? Who do you got? Dodgers Braves? I'm going to stick to the Braves just because they – like, I'm pretty sure, like, L.A. is, like, superior by, like, a lot of stances. But, you know, America loves the underdog. Apparently, baseball is America's pastime. I don't know who's just picking up a baseball bat whenever they want to play. Okay. Well, who, you're not just sitting on that couch being like, let's go play baseball. But that's besides the point. I'm going to go with Braves. Give me, give me the Dodgers in five. Give me the Dodgers winning the World Series, okay? Uh, obviously, last night, if you watched the game – Tons of controversy on the last call regarding Wilmer Flores' check swing. I feel like there's always just a discrepancy with baseball. Discrepancy in every sport, and it usually comes down to the umpire or referees calling the game. It happened in the um, uh, Thursday Night Football game. Eagles got chipped out of the game. It was like the refs were wearing Buccaneers jerseys. It was brutal. Like I was genuinely upset, and like I don't even like the Eagles. You want to talk about refs blowing things? Seattle Kraken. No, yeah, they got oh. gypped in a half in their first game. But, you know, they uh, they got their first win against Nashville last night. And uh, you got to feel good for the Kraken. Their first goal scorer was Ryan Donato. Who would have guessed that? I'm sure there was, someone won a lot of money from that bet. And uh, they play the Devils pretty soon. That'll be exciting to see the Devils play a new team. 
Um, but uh, I hope I can't wait to actually see the Kraken like like come into New Jersey and like see those jerseys. It's gonna be a really cool experience. Uh, some more hockey news. Uh, Alexander Ovenchkin passes Marcel Dion for fifth all time in goals with seven hundred and thirty two. He is nine behind fourth place Brett Hall. Do you think he's passing Gretzky? Ah, you're a hater. All right, and then another Capitals news. Coach Peter Laviolette becomes the most winning-born American coach with 674, passing one of my favorite coaches of all time, John Tortorella. Guy tells you how it is. He tells you what it is. He's not going to lie to your face. He's going to tell you the truth. That's why he is the best coach, and he's not even in the league right now. Torts? Torts. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. Torts. No, John Tortorella. John Tortorella is... is <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compare him to who I was about to compare him with. He's he's one of the most disliked coaches because of how hard he works. Yes, and I love him. I, his post game press conferences. <laughs> oh, Brooksy. <laughs> or what he said about Haglin that one year. I can't say it on the air. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, my dad knows what I'm talking about too. If he's listening to this right now, but. Uh, yeah, that's all the stuff that went on in the NHL. Really, we're not going to go too into detail about every little game because we just don't got that much time. But those Rangers. Oh, oh yeah, we're, let's, let's talk about the Rangers real quick. Oh, they had one egg. and lay, one. Lame egg opening night. Donut. They outplayed Dallas, but uh, an over. You know who loss. shut them out? Braden Holpe and Anton Hudobin. Shut them out. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, yeah, they lost 3-2 in OT. Oh, no. Wait, the first game. Who'd they play first game? The Caps. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's when Ovenchkin passed. Uh... Nice. Oh, my bad, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I had all the Rangers' losses, you know, they just they just all turned into one at this point. Like, I'm still thinking about that loss from the Kings in that uh, one series oh, in the playoffs where Martinez. <laughs> oh, I hate the Rangers. I hate the Devils and the Kings and the Bruins. I, I, you know what? I, I hate, hate the Kings, sports. too, though. I don't like sports. Why are we having this podcast? The Yankees. What are we doing with ourselves? The right Yankees, <laughs> the Rangers, the Jets. <laughs> Do not start with me. The 76ers were so bad for so long. I'm a Bengals fan. I wasn't alive the last time the Bengals won a playoffs game. And then you go to the Devils. Pavel Zaka, sixth overall. Cry me a river. Let's head to college. New section. College sports. And the headliner of the week in college football. Nick Saban in Alabama loses a game. I didn't even think that was. I didn't think that was legal. I didn't think it was legal. To an unranked team, Texas A and M, forty-one to thirty-eight on a kick. I don't even think like Alabama has a kicker. I don't think I've ever seen Alabama's kicker before. They just send the the five-star quarterback to do it. No, the third-string five-star quarterback to go do the kicks because they never kick it. They never kick it. Field goals. They just get at the end zone. Forty-one thirty-eight. Wow. I was rooting for Texas A&M. We were, we were watching it together at my house. It was, it was crazy. Because, like, it's just one of those games, like, you're not invested in either of the teams. But, like, seeing such, like, a dominant organization as Alabama just lose like that, it's crazy to see. Ben, uh, this morning I just looked at the, uh, the NCAA uh, rankings. Alabama's what, like five? Five. It's so nice to see them out of the top. Yeah, five. but, you know, tomorrow, uh, next week. They'll be back whoop, in. Right back up. Yeah. Then, then, then it'll take, like, four more years for them to lose to an unranked opponent, <laughs> you know. We'll have this conversation senior year. Let's uh, let's stick to home. Yeah, right Quinnipiac back in hockey. Hampton, Connecticut, my new home, Quinnipiac Hockey. Uh, ties BC two two goals from Skylar Brendamore and Ty Smolanik, the rookie of the year last season. And later in the weekend, 
A 3-0 win against Northwestern. Eastern. Northeastern. We cannot get our directions right today. I said East was West. He said West was East. Dante's concussion just is not helping him whatsoever right now. Oh, I feel like Danny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they won uh, 3-0 against Northeastern with two goals from TJ Friedman and one goal from Michael Lombardi. Lombo. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Uh, we'll be going to some of those games. We'll definitely get more uh, in-depth reports when we head to those games. And uh, let's take it to my home state. One of the colleges, an embarrassment, in my opinion, to New Jersey, Rutgers. <laughs> I hate Rutgers. I hate their football team. And it just gives me another reason right here. Two of their cornerbacks a couple weeks back shot up the school with paintball guns. <laughs> How stupid do you have to be to go around Newark, New Jersey, or wherever this campus was? I don't know which campus it was, with paintball guns and shoot people. What is going through your mind? What is going through your mind, especially in today's day and age? Especially in today's day and age, they're still suspended. No surprise. Speaking of suspensions, this is my favorite story that maybe we've ever covered. Oh, boy. <laughs> ever sad to report this. Eastern Kentucky University had disbanded their club hockey team for four years because of an off-ice incident. And now you guys might think this off-ice incident may be horrendous and a disgrace to society. But... It wasn't. We can't really go into the details too much right now, but uh, it was it's just not something you want to see. They're still kids. They're having fun. They should be allowed to play the sport. People Four get years. tuition to go there. People get paid to go there to play the sport. People go there for the sport, and now they can't play the sport. And they could be looking at other colleges, trying out at other colleges, and you know, it's, it's, it just stinks for those guys. We can't disclose the details, but, man, <laughs> four years. You just don't like to see it. It's... That's that's tough. And just think about the freshmen. The freshmen who go there. That's four years. If you want to go fly planes, that's four years. <laughs> but you're not going to Eastern Kentucky anymore. Could be going to Western Michigan. Who knows? It really all depends on uh, where you, how far you want to go in your hockey career. But don't be doing stupid things. Like that's, That goes back to the Rutgers guys. You do stupid things, win stupid prizes. And they won the prize of not playing <laughs> hockey for four years at Eastern Kentucky. Man, man, oh man. I mean, <laughs> suspensions. Suspensions yeah. running around. There was uh, one already in hockey, uh, or two already. Two. Uh, Gabriel Landeskov boarding someone while he was on his knees. Kirby Doc got hit from behind. If you don't know what boarding is, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. But got hit from behind by Gabriel Landeskov with the Colorado Avalanche. Why are you hitting someone when they're on their knees? Man. Like, from my perspective, Gabriel Landeskov just needs to take the puck. It's not like Kirby Doc's skating anywhere. He's on his knees. So yeah. it just really does not make sense to me. And then the other one happened last night in Detroit's almost blowout win that they choked against Tampa Bay. Dylan Larkin gets hit from behind again. No call on the play. Turns around and just takes his right fist and puts it through the chest of the Tampa Bay Lightning player. And, you know, I like him sticking up for himself. I don't agree with that suspension. I agree with the first one, but I do not agree with the second one. You can't throw a punch. Ah, yeah. can't throw a punch. Trust it me. wasn't at his face, though. No, I've thrown punches. I've got suspended. There's fights in hockey, face. though. Yeah, but you can't throw a punch. Mm. You just, you can't Especially that. after the three, mind blice re- <laughs> the three blind mice refing that game. I don't know how you missed that boarding call. Oh. Boarding calls are the easiest thing to see. Someone's face, facing the glass, face goes into the glass, arm up, boarding, Two to five minutes, depending on how bad the hit is. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, like, how do you question it? Like, was the ref just like looking at a girl in like row 14? Like, what's going on? Wow. All right, we're going to stick to some NHL talk. We got some crazy contracts going down for a lot of big-name players across the NHL. First, talking about my second favorite team, the Boston Bruins, re-signing Charlie McAvoy, my Norris pick, to an eight-year, 9.5 mil contract. Wow. Do you like it, hate it? Look, McAvoy, yes, one of the best young defensemen in the league. Don't make this a stupid take. But nine and a half million dollars for eight years. For eight years, that's great. When his, you, he's only going to go upright from yes. right now. And and that Bruins team is going to need someone like him because they have a lot of aging guys that are going to be out of the system soon. They need some youth. They don't have a good youth pool. They want to keep someone there for a good amount of time. Marshawn's not going to be there in, a sh- in the close future. Bergeron's definitely not going to be there soon. They already lost Char and Krejci. Who knows what's going to happen with Tuka Rask after his surgery? And he should be around December. Now, Boston did say, though, that Tuka Rask could come to, like, if he wants to sign, like, a contract with a team, that they are going to give him that option. And when he comes right back, and then he'll be starting backup because they have a good goalie tandem right now with uh, Olmark and Swayman. So that's interesting. And they also reached out to David Krejci as he's tearing up the Czechoslovakian league right now <laughs> and said, if you get bored over there and you want to come back, you have a spot forever on this team. So I think Boston needs that youth signing. They know he's going to be there unless they trade him for eight years. Right. Build around him. No, I, I 100% agree with that. You you got to lock up your star players. Look, the Rangers just did it with Mika. Another eight-year deal. It's just you have to lock up your stars. If you let them walk, your reputation, your morale, it just goes downhill. Yeah, Mika with that eight-year, 8.5 mil. I, mean, I like that one. I like it. I like the, the structure of the contract the most. It's front-loaded. Unless he starts off the year like he did last year and continues to play like that. But I don't see that happening. He's a pretty good player as it is. COVID happened last year. No preseason, no training camp. We already had this conversation. no preseason was a big part of it. And look, I love Mika. I love how it's front-loaded. So at the tail end of his career, it's not going to hurt as much. Uh, You were talking about Tuca. Let's talk about goalies here. Price. Oh. I don't even want to talk about it. It makes me sad. I don't want to be sad. It does make me sad. He's such a great guy. I remember uh, a year or two ago, a little fan reached out to him. Like His mother had passed away, and Carey Price was like there for him. Then he brought him on the stage at the NHL award show, this kid. And like he made the kid's day. Carey Price is just a stand-up guy. For that to happen to him, to not be able to play and stuff. And But he is doing work while not playing, which is just another point that he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, I mean... You guys don't know what happened. Uh, he left, voluntarily uh, left playing for now, and he entered the Players Association Assistance Program uh, for mental health reasons. Look, mental health, that's that's number one. And Carrie's showing it. Uh, and, I mean, I'd have mental problems, too, if I was getting those rubber discs flying at my head at crazy speeds, too. But in all seriousness... He's not the only you don't want to see it. He's not the only athlete to do it. Not the only goalie as well in hockey. Uh, Robin Leonard, he always talks about Robin it. Leonard. And he always brings up how Buffalo, the organization, is brutalizing Jack Eichel and not letting him get the surgery. How do you not let someone get a surgery that could literally like make them play for you? Like That just blows my mind. Like the, Yeah, there's a chance that the surgery doesn't go well, but there's a chance it does. Like I don't think Buffalo is like, thinking right now. I think they're just like, oh, there's a chance he doesn't play again. Nope. What, what, what I was getting at... Uh, Andrew Luck. Oh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, we can flip over to 
Football. Football. Uh, the news just broke out that T.Y. Hilton was considering doing the same thing as Luck back when Luck retired. I love T.Y. Hilton. I love Andrew Luck. Man, what the Colts could have been. Carson Wentz, T.Y. Hilton. Oh, wait. You mean Andrew, Andrew Luck? Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz is trash. Who am I kidding? Uh, just injuries have plagued uh, a lot he of really players. His career. Yeah. Um, same with Luck. And Wentz. Both of them. Wentz wasn't a bad quarterback before that game against the Rams where he got hurt. And then Foles came in and won in the Super Bowl. And then he was like an afterthought after that. But let's get back to some hockey talk. Another big contract for a great defenseman, Ryan Pollock. Eight years, 6.15 mil. I don't know how much I like this contract, to be honest with you. I think it's a little long for a defensive defenseman of his size. I agree with you. I mean, Pollock, look. He's elite. There's no doubt. But 27 years old, eight-year contract. Yeah. Don't ask me to do the math. <sighs> Running a little late here. I mean, he's going to tail end of his career. Maybe like two more years, like two more years, like in the future, like two years ago, maybe that's a good contract. Yeah. But right now, I just, and the Islanders have no money. Yeah. That's, that's, no that's, money. That's really they've, and they don't have the best youth either. Like, yeah. Atu Ratti is, like, the number one prospect, I think, in their pool, and he's not even that good. He dropped so far in the last draft. At the end of Ryan Polk's career, I see a little Jack Johnson. You know who they're also still paying, the New York Islanders? The worst ever goalie to ever get drafted, DiPietro. Rick DiPietro. Brutal. Still That's getting paid. Imagine not even playing that sport and still getting paid. Well, I mean, he I'm sits not... in the MSG MSG room and talks and gets paid an NHL contract. The that Mets. is. How do I how do I get that job? Where do I sign up? The Mets are doing it with Bobby Bonilla every. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Bobby Bonilla day. How many uh, more years he got? Oh, I think he's got a couple more years left. Yeah, I know the um, what's his face. DiPietro's got I think five or six left, which is that's a lot of years to still be paying someone. Who wasn't even good when he was playing. Yeah, that's... Oh. Another uh, contract. Brady Chuck, a seven-year, basically eight mil. A little bit higher than eight mil, but we're not going to go in too deep. Those. And that's that's great because he was really uncertain if he was going to play this year with the Senators. He might have held out like Pulivart, Jesse Pulivarvi did a couple years ago with all the Oilers. And I think uh, Brady Chuck's really going to be a good face of that organization. And him and Tim Stutzel, I love those duo. They were living together. I'm a big fan of Tim Stutzel. German kid. Uh, I'm part German, so I follow like German hockey a little bit. I have no relation, obviously, to anything but like that. But I find that connection really good. And on the ice, they played well, and they beat the Leafs in their first game. And I beating Leafs makes me happy. Look, I love signing young players to uh, long-term extensions. I think that's a great contract. Great by the way, I didn't. I don't think I said that, but that's. I think that's a great contract. Let me go back to Bobby Benia. Ah, uh, yeah. For July first, he gets gets paid uh, one point one nine million until he is seventy-two years old. What? What? What was this contract? Uh, they, until 2035, he will be getting paid one point one. Oh, you million. know what they must have done? They must have taken this contract and broken it down so they're only paying like a little bit every year instead of like heavy lifting like that much money in like five years. You're 72 years old. Yeah. So that's, no, they had to, <sighs> no one's signing a 50-year contract. That's not a thing. I know, but I'm saying. Bobby Vanilla, every July 1st to Chiching. Yeah, and then. Millie. Yeah. Man, I wish I had that every July 1st. I mean, I don't know. What did you go for 1000 every July 1st? I'll take that. 
And that's that's crazy to me though. That is crazy. Like, he, like he obviously, even if like he wasn't getting that money, he wouldn't have to worry about like a retirement plan. But now he definitely does, and his kids don't even have to worry about a retirement plan. Probably. That's great. That's so funny. And you know who you uh, were comparing uh, Ryan Pollock to? Oh my God, Jack Johnson. Jack oh. Johnson had a beautiful backhand top shelf goal on Mark Andre Fleury. on Mark Andre Fleury, who won the Vesna a couple years back or last year. Uh, yeah. Did, yeah. Did Jack Johnson score the first goal of the? Of the uh, Avs season? Yes. That stacked team. Okay. Landishkov, Rantanen, Makar, and Jack Johnson putting the biscuit in the basket. First goal, bar down backhander. Who who let that happen? Like, how's Gary Bettman letting that happen? Uh, look, Jack Johnson <laughs> was my least favorite Ranger last year. I, I I strongly dislike Jack Johnson as a as a hockey player. And to see him opening night do that. Why couldn't he do that for you guys? Is exactly. that what you're thinking right exactly. now? Just do something for us. Yeah, he did do something for you guys. Let a lot of the other team's players go right around him. And then eventually Traffic put the cone. puck in the net. Traffic cone. Oh, you want to talk about putting the puck in the net. Not a good start for Gorgiev last, uh, in his first outing against Washington. Look, I, I don't know why we started Georgie opening night over Shesterkin. And it didn't even matter because Sturkin didn't make that much of a difference well, we, in the we overtime. Got a point out of it. We, we outplayed him. We know that. We just got to put, put the puck in the net. Got to put the puck in the net. We're, we're just outplaying and we don't shoot. You know who will not be putting the puck in the net for the New York Rangers this year? Telegraph's off. Yes, sir. That is a punch in the face as a Rangers fan. You hate to see it. Or a punch in the shoulder if you're Don Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? You think he's going to get traded or do you think he's going to. Oh, you, you, it's going to be another Elias Anderson situation. Oh, you guys have those every, what, two years now? That's what it seems like. At least it's not happening to any, like, high-ranked pro. I mean, obviously, they're high-ranked prospects, but not, like, Lafayette or Capos. That would, that would, oh, that would put a smile on my face, Dante, if one day Lafayette was like, nope, I don't want to play here anymore. That's pain. Lafayette would never do that. No, he would never. He's, I I don't want to, I don't think Vital Krasov's a bad guy, but I just don't think that's the right thing to be doing. It's not, look. Sports at the end of the day. You didn't make the team play better, buddy. It's a business. Yeah. If you think of it as any other job, if you're if you're going for a job application, they say, look, we, we want to hold you at such and such position, which isn't like the higher up position, and you say no, like what do you think is gonna happen? You're not gonna just be like, oh, you don't want to work. Oh, yeah, we'll put you in that higher position. No, no you're fired. But yeah. in hockey, you get sent down to the AHL, which is a death sentence, and almost in a way, especially for young players. And speaking of young players getting the death sentence in the AHL. My boy, Alexander Holtz, playing in the AHL, Utica Comets. I kind of get it, but like you want to put him in that top one to two line role just because he's that good of a player, but at the same time, they didn't really have that spot. So I would have liked to see him in the NHL, but it's probably for the better. I'm just impatient. I mean, look, hockey, the NHL, all right, just two games in, and, and already it's just chaotic. Hockey. I love hockey. Yeah, this is why I love it. I'm so glad it's back. I'm gonna, I am know what I'm doing every night. Even if the Devils or Bruins aren't playing, I will be watching. We will be attending a Boston Bruins-San Jose Sharks game, so that will be fun to report on. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Now, everybody's favorite fact of the day. Evan, what do we got going for us today? This one blew my mind. You would never see it again in hockey. 1983 is the year... The NHL Chicago Blackhawks are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they combine for the fastest five goals, 84 seconds, in a 10-8 to Leafs win. 
And you know who the goalie for the Blackhawks was? One of the all-time greats. Esposito. But he was a little old he back then. Yeah, he was 40. Playing 40 as a goalie is out of this world. But that is crazy stat. That's 18 goals. Some games don't even get to eight goals total combined. And the entire team got of the Chicago Blackhawks got to eight. That is mind-blowing. Five goals in 84 seconds. What were they, John Cooper pulling the goalie with a 6-4 game? Like, oh come on now. God. That was, that that was, was another sight. That's hysterical. I mean, look, John Cooper, I know you're trying to win, but I don't know. Can't take win a, them all. Take a hint. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best way to scores. say it, yeah. yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching our third episode here on WQAQ. It's always a blast to have you guys and hear from you guys. Keep coming back. From Evan Deck. Dante and Dante Esposito. Esposito. We will have... Good one, and I hope you guys have a good weekend.